All right, here we go. Familiar tune. It means it's PowerWorks time, the podcast with Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive. We're talking cars coming to you from the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio and on Zoom. And no, no, we're not on Zoom. Sorry, YouTube. We can be on Zoom. We can be on Zoom. Yeah. We should put it on Zoom too. Yeah. No, I, was, I was thinking Dr. Jenna because we do a lot of Zoom podcasts. But no, we're coming to you on YouTube. So welcome to everybody and keep your questions coming. Send some questions in. We'd love to get those as well. How do you do that? Very, very simple. Just send them send them to podaholics at gmail.com. Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. But right now, we're going to talk cars. Glenn, it's great to be back. And we're not in the closet this time around. Well, <laughs> Storage locker. Well, don't, <laughs> don't take that the wrong know, way. I don't know where the closet came from. <laughs> I thought I kept that secret. Oh man, I think I think we are we are over ninety six Potaholics Powerworks podcasts. Ninety six is not enough. That's uh, it's. I think that's an extraordinary get to, the, get to the hundred. I can't wait. I think we're gonna have the big cake, and it's it's gonna be a celebration yeah. podcast. As long as um, it's the same as the one we had on the last radio show. Oh, that, that was a the, ch- the chocolate cake. Proper cake. Oh. My that that is uh, that that's Joan Pennsylvania Dutch chocolate cake. Proper cake. Up. Okay, we'll do that. That's, yeah. that's, that's a promise. It's coming up, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Love it. we got a stacked conversation here today, and I want to kick it off, though, first with, with Joey Woo Woo. And I sent you over a wonderful little video of Joey yep. in the snow, snowstorm, on Highway 407 in you know the GTA Toronto, Canada, yep. driving, I, I don't know what speed he was going, but clearly... He's doing the speed limit. Yeah. In a Mazda 8. What's a Mazda 8? CV8. CX9. 9? I think he said CX. He definitely said CX9. C- okay, so CX9. I think he said like 9X, 9C, yeah. 9CX, CX9, yeah, so whatever. So whatever. 6, I'm sure. So the nice SUV, he said it's heavy. He said this is heavy. It's big and heavy. And he was gunning her in the fast lane through the snowdrifts. Best thing about the video. <laughs> Obviously, the, vi- the video is... The audio is the best part of the video, but the best part of the video, the actual visual experience of it is the fact that it's a highway. There is a pickup, I think it was, yeah. in the sensible lane, which is the lane where all the cars have gone, so there's there's clear tracks with no snow on. Yeah, absolutely. Joey, in, let's be fair, a bit of a soccer mom car. Yeah, that's exactly Nothing what it is. Nothing wrong with the CX-9. No, no. It's a great car. No, no. But, but it it's is not a, a pickup. It's no. not like your macho sort of, yeah, let's go and attack and, the And he landscape. does drive a GMC pickup. So he'll appreciate what I've said. Yeah. Clearly trying to find the biggest snowdrift. <laughs> pickup nice and steady. I mean, I'm thinking if that video goes 25, 30 seconds longer, he's overtaking the pickup. Yeah, 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 for sure. Getting an icing violation or something. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, it was brilliant. I sent it to DJ. I was like, mate, what do you think to this? So me and Amy have always said we'd love to move to Canada because it's like proper seasons and stuff. Yeah. Like in the UK, we get seasons, but three of them are just grey. Right. And then one of them's black. Yeah. So it's like, nah, but yeah, we've always fancied Canada. and uh, But I'd need to up my driving game because, yeah. Man, well, you know what I'm going to do in the YouTube version is I'm going to go splice in oh, nice. that WhatsApp video. I'll put it, it in, in. So, so we can get a look yeah. at it. I mean, there's probably four or five good clips that we could clip out of that audio as little sound effects <laughs> that we could just fire into the podcast every it's, now and again. It's him going, Woo-hoo! here we come a snowdrift, everyone. Can we do this? I mean, you've got to see it to believe it. 
I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh no, no, he's not going to do this. Oh no, he does. <laughs> and here comes another one. Hits one. No, that wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what, another one. that's what he says. Oh, that was a small one. Yeah. Let's see if we can do better than that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what are you testing on this car? <laughs> yeah, but to the to the people responsible for the vehicle. It was CGI. Yeah, it was all CGI. Yeah. And and if you're wondering about a winter test then of the CV eight nine nine CX nine there we go. <laughs> CX nine. Mazda CX nine. If you're wondering about a driving all wheel drive test, yeah, it's it, it passes. It, yeah. yeah, it passes. It's good. So yeah, soccer like mom will never miss a winter soccer game. Good good, good cars though. And and mm-hmm. to be fair, of all of the cars that are sort of in the same family, the Volvos the Fords, the Land Rovers, the CX-9, hands down, is the better looking car. You know what's interesting about all these Mazdas is they're, they're really understated. Yeah. Because they're just like the underdog, and they just keep churning them out. They've got decent design on the outside. I like to think they're under-designed, but they're not. You know, they yeah. just, they're there. The, the inside, though, is, is beautiful. Packed full of technology. They're just great Vehicles and and you know come on the RX seven back in the day with the with the yeah with the wankle the rotary rotary yeah. engine like same you know, wankle yeah exactly I got my wankle in here <laughs> let's go let's go take a look at the wankle yeah. you know so, but you know I mean they're just a they, there's a soft spot for the the Mazda and they're for what you get for the vehicles the value of what you're going to spend is extraordinary and I think sometimes people forget that yeah I I can't let's say I I can't see how they do it because I can't think. I mean, do, we all we you know we we do on here when there's a new model coming out for any kind of car manufacturer, we'll pick up on it. We picked up on the um, Kia a few weeks ago, and they've got a new model coming out. And then obviously everyone hears about all the new EVs coming out, but you never mm. really see or hear anything from Mazda. We used to have yeah. an advert in the UK. I think it was like the tagline was "Zoom Zoom" or something like that. Right, just a typical rubbish. <laughs> car manufacturers <laughs> advert that didn't yeah. have much thought to it but it that's it but yeah. they they just pull them out now again a lot of it's parts bin stuff so the, the yeah. partnership with ford volvo land rover that sort of stuff is quite strong and it is but they just look better and they they are they are a good my first real apart from obviously wanting an rx7 when i was 12 everyone wants you know, one it was just one of those but you know the my first real experience was one was with one was when I, I worked in a uh, Chinese takeaway delivering when I was like 17, 18, as soon as I passed my test. And the owners always had had, had Hondas. Hmm. And came time for a new car. I'd started working at VW, and they came and had a look at a W8 Passat, which Ooh. was a great car, top of the range, but it was the end of the line for that model. Um. And they chose a Mazda 6 over it. Ooh. An estate, a wagon, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I was baffled by the choice at the time, but the Mazda 6 they had, they specced it up, big wheels. It was red. It was really nice finish. It was one of the first sort of sporty-looking Mazdas that I could say I'd seen on the road because they were normally, they just looked like rentals yeah, yeah. or, you know, reps cars. Yeah. But it looked quite cool. And they had that for at least 10 years. Wow. And they'd gone from changing their car every couple of years. Yeah. And they kept it. And and he he never had a problem with it. Obviously, when the warranty ran out, I used to look after it for him. And and they never had trouble. And it was really reliable. He loved it and he wouldn't yeah. change it. And, yeah. and obviously, the, we used to go to the um, 
Chinese food market in Sheffield. So we'd go on a we'd go, so on a Monday night after we'd worked because Tuesdays they'd have Tuesdays off. On a Monday night we'd clean up in the kitchen about twelve midnight, one in the morning. Then we'd go to the casino in Sheffield, <laughs> and then at three or four in the morning when we walk out of there, we'd go to the food market and you'd just fill the back yeah. with all the all the produce for the for the following week. Plenty of space. It was a 2.3 litre engine, I think. Plenty Gee, of power at the time. For, yeah. You know, in the UK, that was a big engine, really. It's a big engine now. And uh, it, it was a good car. Yeah. So they've all, that, that was my first, and it's kind of left an impression on me. But yeah. I, I just don't know how they do it, because they just quietly go about the business, and you don't really hear much about it. But then the, that CX-9, back to that, is, is a really good-looking car, and it's so well-equipped. It's really yeah. nice inside. Drives really nice. DJ... Road tested a CX-5 that we'd had in service. So a friend of mine has got a CX-5 and his other car is a Discovery 4, Land Rover 4, uh, LR4. And DJ said the CX-5 without even a second thought, apart from not being as big, but in every other category better than the Land Rover. Wow, Quieter, that's, that's a pretty big badge. Drives better. <laughs> wow. And that, you know, that's DJ coming from Audi yeah, for the yeah. last seven, eight, nine years. And yeah. then VW before that. And and he was like, no, the CX five is is much better than the Land Rover, and, and I agree. Yeah, excellent. You know, the, one of the things, and I don't remember where I read this, so I could be I could be totally misrepresenting Mazda, but so many auto companies are jumping on the EV wagon and things, and I don't think Mazda is at the moment. Their no. their sort of plan was, you know, what we're going to ride out internal combustion. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be the last people on the block, and then yeah. we'll see where things are going. And I think their strategy is they know that hydrogen is going to overtake the EV. Yeah, so I they're mean, just going to jump right into a hydrogen. Yeah, market. I mean, that, we've said it time and time again. Um, we'll probably mention it two or three more times this this episode, but hydrogen fuel cells are the way to power electric vehicles. I don't think the batteries is the way to go. There's many reasons for that. We've talked about them at Norgym. We'll maybe do a special and just refer people back to it one day. But, <laughs> exactly. You know, I think if... If you read into anything about the EV push from Mazda, then there's there's probably a few things. They probably think, well, we'll just wait till Volvo and Ford and everyone finish theirs and then we'll borrow that. Yeah. Or they've been putting work in on the uh, rotary engine behind the scenes, which you can do good economy with, mm. and they don't want to throw that away. Or maybe they're just, like we say, they don't shout about it. Yeah. And they're just going to say, okay. Here it is. The, the new MX-5 is, is electric. Oh, so we forget to tell you that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Just skip the, it yeah, skipped yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Forgot, so, to, forgot to send out the press release, but don't worry. Yeah. It's here. I mean, they, they, they can make good cars. They have that reliability that comes with an Asian car. Most, you know, most people would say, certainly here, that if you want a car that's not going to break down, go Japanese or Korean. Yeah. I'd agree. Seeing them all the time. And I think... They'll probably, like we say, they'll probably just turn up with the new, oh, what's, what, what's that? The CX <laughs> EV. Yeah. Oh, didn't know you were doing one. And they'll just do it because they don't make song and dance out of it. And apart from the RX cars, and then something, you know, to a certain degree, the MX sort of sporty coupe, roadster thing, they don't really have much going for them in terms of an aspirational yeah. brand, are they? It's not like, oh, have you seen the new McLaren or... Have you seen the new Porsche? It's, it's a Mazda, you know, like that's just how it is. So they probably think, well, what's the point in advertising this? People are going to find it. We're in a price point. 
we they probably see themselves and, and rightly so in lots of cases as better than the same size competition. Yeah. So they probably just think they'll they'll sell. You you had some interesting experiences with rental cars and uh, a rental car, and you went out and did a little test drive of a Jaguar when you were back in the UK. Yeah, so the the rental was a hmm. yeah the rent. So <laughs> so what did you rent? What was the vehicle? So it ended up being a Citroen C three. No. So now here's the thing: I was over at Safest Way the other day, and it's the only place I've ever been shopping and and I, I mean i love safest way it's on shakeside road if you're here in dubai go check it out but be prepared that you could you will go in there to spend nothing <laughs> and you will leave spending at least 150 dirhams yeah but you'll have 400 things in your buy. yeah and, and well and you'll have 400 things that you typically can only find in continental usa <laughs> that son is like oh, they've got these saltine crackers from nabisco that i love oh god they put those in and that's Take a look at this. They've got you know this, this, that, or the other you know condiment that you haven't seen in forever. Like if you know if you really love Vlasic's pickles, they've got the entire line of Vlasic's well, pickles. There you, there you go. Right, right. So, so you go in there looking for one thing, as I did, Uncle Ben's rice. Uncle Ben's. Okay, they, they didn't have any. Nowhere seems to have it right now. I don't know if hmm. something's going on, but I thought, okay, if they have, if anywhere is going to have it, it's going to be there. I go in there to get the Uncle Ben's rice. They did not have. I still spent a hundred. And 26 terms. Excellent. <laughs> but so. the point of that being, I'm walking in, it's the first, and I know that we're going to be talking about the Citroen C3, and I'm going, all right, so, and there it is, a big poster advertising Citroen C3 leasing rate, as well as some other Citroen that looked even bigger and badder. Bad in the Michael Jackson <laughs> sense, or bad in the just not good. Yeah. Well, I, knowing where the C3 conversation's going, I figured that, uh, but it, it looked, it looked very, it reminded me when I looked at it, I had to take a second look. I thought this is, this is an upgraded Prius. <laughs> well, not the C3, but the larger <laughs> one that they were also, having. I, I just went, it had the lines of a Prius, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I started to sort of write some notes on the C3 when it, when it happened and I told you that there'd be a review to come when I was over there and. Look, it's a rental. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You know, yeah. it's a Citroen and it's a rental. But sometimes you go, you get a rental and I've had rentals in the summers and winters and I've got out of that car and I said, you know what, if I need to get a new car, if I'm, I'm in a position where I have to go get something, I would seriously consider this. Yeah, we had a Kia once and I was happy with that. Yeah. And but I've also had rentals that I've said, I'll never buy one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where I'm at with the Citroen. So, I mean, it, it was classed as a medium size, which I get, I think, even for the UK and European market, that's a push. I don't, for me, it's not medium. I'm not, I'm freak height. So, you know, I'm sort of... So it was really economy size? For me, it would have been classed as a small car, but okay. they, they had it as a medium car. Now, mm. to give a bit of perspective here, I hadn't been vaccinated to go back to the UK. Therefore, I had to do eight days self-isolation. Mm. The stupidity, and we can get onto that if you want. But the stupidity being that after the first day, and we got the test results from the test on arrival, Amy and the kids could go out and about. Yeah. So if I did have anything, they were spreading it for me. So they did that right. for me. But anyway, which meant we didn't necessarily want to hire a car because cars are so short in number at the moment. Rental cars were companies were charging you without refund for cancellation. Yeah. So we were like, oh, what if we get positive on the test on arrival? Then what do we do? We've, 
will have wasted 10 days because at the yeah. time it was 10 days will have wasted 10 days of rental which is like you know that's a lot of money now 700 quid at the time yeah so okay let's wait chance our arm and see right. so we did Amy's result came back obviously it was negative so it was great so then okay now do we now we need to find a car called all the big boys the ones that we had accounts with where we'd been yeah. before no, sorry, nothing. No, sorry, nothing. No. Oh, we've got a van. Excellent. <laughs> we need four seats at least. There's only three in the van. Great. But anyway, found, and thankfully it turned out to be like a small business, not far away. Amy did all the legwork finding it, and I was just sulking on the settings. Couldn't, couldn't go out. But we, she found it. Sister picked her up and she went and get it. She turns back up with the car and it's a Citroen, and I'm devastated. Start throwing cushions around the living room. <laughs> TV's over off the wall. Kids are go, told to go to bed. Don't look out. Don't look it in the eyes. It'll turn you to stone. Anyway, it is what it is. So went out, had a quick look around it, and I'm looking, and immediately the first thing I thought was, there's absolutely no way an Isofix seat will fit in this. It's got Isofix straps, which of okay, course it has. Yeah. But with the size of a base... There's no way an ice fix seat's going to fit in that if there's anyone sat in the front seat. Yeah. Which, it's not driverless, self-drive, autonomous car, so right. there will be someone sat in at least one of the front seats. So that made me think, hmm, that's a bit strange, but whatever. Did you manage to get it in? Did you manage to wedge them in? But yeah, yeah, but then I'm driving... You've got to put the seat forward. Like this, yeah. yeah. So... So that, so that that to me is an economy car. In, in my opinion, yeah. Like that's yeah. no longer a medium-sized car. Yeah, well, it, I would have had it down as a small as well. Okay. But... More to the point. So that's a first, just don't first put, start. First, well, first Citroen, cross. don't put ice fix. Yeah. Just don't put an ice fix option in. Just forget it. Yeah. You know, you probably save yourself $5 a car. You know, sell a few thousand of those, you save some yeah. money. So that was the first issue. The second issue was that it's always raining and it's always windy in the UK. So then the fight of getting the ice fix in, because <laughs> they were too far back and below the seat base meant that mm. I was wet through freezing cold cursing fuming yeah yeah you know fuming saying lots of horrible things about the uh the manufacturer of the car but then again it's a rental we're home right. it's yeah. christmas yeah yeah chill out you know the seats they ref- it's like they refuse it's like there's a foam shortage we've heard about the self shortage and, <sighs> the, and the chip shortage it's and, like there's a foam shortage a couple of pad- podcasts back the one that was recorded in the storage locker we talked about car seats yeah in that podcast yeah. i mean it's like they've run out of foam i i think it, this is this is an area where automotive manufacturers have dropped the ball in that and i and i i said this in the posting that that we did for that podcast when i put it up uh, across the internet I, I i said to people i said you can go to ikea you've got you know how many different varieties of sofas chairs love seats etc mattresses, mattresses you can go to any of the big box you've got all of these things there's hundreds of them around yeah cars you get in you got three to four different model levels you got maybe one or two seat choices and and everyone pretty much defaults for the the standard everyone in there unless you're buying a, a you know a million dollar vehicle yeah and if you're getting the you know the the small rental ones it's like they they're penalizing you with yeah. comfort saying well <laughs> comfort you don't you're, you're not willing to spend enough on a car anyway so we're going to penalize you with the comfort level and punish you and make make sure that you don't drive this thing too long because 
we're just not going to use foam. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the seats, seats are, are terrible. I mean, look, I've got the posture of a drunken sailor slumped over a rope. I mean, it's just the way it is, and, you know, I try to be mindful of it, but you need a comfortable seat. Yeah. There's no lumbar support in it. Oh. I know these, like, first world problems, but come on, yeah. I'm already squashed up against the dashboard because yeah. I've got a child sat behind me, which, you know... Yeah. We both know how much foam costs. You can get high-quality memory foam. Take one of the ice-fix fittings out from behind the driver (laughs) and spend it on foam, right? In fact, take them both out. It's fine. And look, we know that these these automotive companies are are sharing amongst each other. Like, the person who's making the seats is probably making the seats and the seat foam design for, you know, 20 different vehicles. I mean, there's economies here. I don't get it. Anyway, it is what it is. So, it's uncomfortable. I don't really fit in it. The infotainment in this car oh, no. was ridiculous. <laughs> as in rubbish. As really? in pants. Like which century was it? Well, it didn't have a tape deck, but I'm surprised. So it had a bit of a touchscreen situation okay. going, they were which trying. was really slow. Okay. So, so if you started the car and we noticed this, so if you started the car and it was less than four degrees outside, the temperature for whatever reason, because it's processing that temperature to give you a snow warning on the dashboard slowed it down so that the screen didn't work so then the radio would come on sometimes because the screen has steamed up because it's so cold and we're sat there breathing waiting for it to turn on then the moisture on the screen throws the the volume of the radio like just going up but you can't do anything because it's it's too slow so you've got to turn the key off and start again but then it's going to do it again anyway and load it back up. So that was rubbish. That was really bad. And that's clearly a design flaw. That is a huge design flaw. But the the biggest gripe I had with it was it had a navigation option. Okay. You click on it. Yeah. Please pair a phone. Oh, no. So you have to mirror your phone. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Right, whatever. That's cool. There's no charging point for your phone. <laughs> There's, There's no, no USB, USB socket. There's no... Um, charge pad for your phone, so you would then have to so, go and buy one of those twelve volt socket yeah. chargers you for your plug phone. Plug into the lighter thing and come on, really? What no, are we doing? No USBs. It's a twenty. This is a twenty twenty two model. Wow. European vehicle and no USB. That requires phone mirroring for the nav to work, but there's nowhere to charge your phone without an extra cable. What is that? That's crazy. That's rubbish. That's, that's a reason. Really, <laughs> really bad. In my opinion, that's. That, uh, these days, that kind of car, that kind of size, is the sort of car that you push at someone that's just left school, university, whatever you want to call it, yeah. as a first sort of car. I know they classed it as a medium. That could have been the rental company's decision because right. they've got a car smaller than that, so what, what can we do? But that's a first car. It doesn't have a charging point. Everyone so uses a phone. Everyone's everyone, using, if you've got to mirror your phone, like yeah. you know. You've, so You're going to suck your back battery doing so that. Your phone's, what, got, your phone's got location set on data yeah. set on and it's mirroring to a display <laughs> the slowest display in the world the battery's going to die in 20 miles yep and then you're going to be you know free free flow and then yeah. when you try and free call someone yeah. then it's a citroen so when it breaks down you can't call you can't call aa or rac so you, you know i like that so if it breaks down, it's going to break down yeah yeah, yeah. it no, didn't no, on no, us no, to be fair thank you, you know, no, thankfully only thankfully. one issue was the service light came on after 100 miles but whatever they didn't have another car so they no, just that's why keep you, driving that's why it you have black electrical tape which was actually yes, some, I, yeah which yeah. was actually something that my wife noticed last time i brought mine in to your place to get 
service that whoever had had done the clean had actually cleaned all the glue of the black electrical tape off of the thing because which she did notice that the the warning light was a lot brighter than usual. (laughs) (laughs) And truth be told, look, the the warning light comes on because there's a sensor default. It's not because the engine is is going to die. But it does pose a problem if you loan your car to an Emirates pilot who sees the warning light and goes, we can't drive this car. No, no, just ignore it. It's like, no, 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 no. You, 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 put a sticker on it. Don't yeah. worry. Put a yeah, band-aid yeah, on it. It's fine. But Don't I know it's there. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. We know. And what's that bell that keeps going off? Don't worry about that Don't either. Don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the person in the back wanting you to bring them coffee. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry about it. Send, send the purser out. So, you know, we. Yeah. this car's annoying me at this point. It's uncomfortable. Every, because there's no space in the back and because it's always cold and wet, the kids are getting in with muddy feet. Oh, no. They're all over the back of the seats, which I can't see driving the car. Yeah. But I know it's there and it's doing me head in. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking, oh my. So you can't use the navigation. I mean, who in their right mind <laughs> is going to mirror it onto the screen when you can just have it on on your phone anyway? Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. So anyway, it was, that was poor design. Everything was so cheap. And again, I know it's a rent all and it's not like the top spec, but everything was so cheap. You can do better than that. I, I think that becomes the real gripe in, you know, your first car, you're buying the, that economy thing, your entry level. And for, I don't know why the pieces, the plastics, the, the nylons, the rubbers, the, you know, all of the materials, why they, why they have to be and feel and come together in such a cheap see, manner. Things that, like this are the reason that the, 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 the generation following on from me, whatever you call them, don't want to buy cars. Yeah. Because there's just nothing to them. You know, the seats didn't have a design on. There wasn't like, there was nothing there. There was no character to it. It was grey. Yeah. Grey on the outside, grey on the inside. The plastics were shiny black. Oh. Like, not in a cool gloss black yeah. way, just in a hard, yeah. how, tinny... How were the seams where they were matching up to things? Uh, kind of all right. It's a Citroen. They know how to make okay. cars. To You know, they've been doing it for 100 years. They know how to build a car. There was no issues with that being put okay, together in good. terms of you just put it together with the wrong stuff and in the you yeah. know it, 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 that that was all it was but that was under the hood so it oh. was a one liter engine oh dear naturally that, that, naturally that's not a medium-sized no, car no so a one liter engine that's a micro <laughs> naturally aspirated now in the uk in the uk and in europe you know we we used to, so we did the Turan, which i don't know if they got that in north america when which the vw Turan. Which was a seven-seat sort of minivan, basically. I don't remember. But you could get that with a 1.2 engine in it and a 1.4 engine in it and diesel or petrol. A a bigger car with a small engine has never been a problem. It's kind of just the way it is. A lot of driving's on single carriageway, speed limited, through towns with schools and what have you. Smaller engine's not a big problem. But most of them are turbocharged. Mm. This thing, it didn't have a turbo on it. Now... It's a small car. We've established that. It's got a one-liter engine. It managed around town. Of course it did. Yeah, it managed yeah. on the motorway. We sp- speed limit was 70. Okay. It's not a problem. You can get to it. But the gear ratio is really shy. Right. Mm. Strange. And you've got a situation where you're giving it the beans all the time to keep it going. And then it struggled to do 40 to a gallon. Really? On the display on the car. Now, this car wasn't brand new. It had done... So the service light came on and it was 20,000 
miles. It'd okay. be a second okay. service. So, so it should have been sort of worn so in and running. It's probably not been done properly. At that point, it should be optimal. Again, it's a rental and it's yeah, been so people killed. have been hooning it around the corners. But you've got strange situation with, with the gear ratios, to be honest. And it struggled to do 40 miles to a gallon, which isn't good. You know, that's not good these days. That's why everyone wants an electric car. Yeah. And we, yeah, because petrol's do, expensive. We used, in the UK. Than, we used to do more than that in, in twice the size <laughs> engine, you know. Yeah. So they kind of gone too far. It would probably been better with a 1.2 or something. You didn't have to scream mm. to get anywhere. So that wasn't great. Petrol's £1.40 odd. So per litre. Man, so, you know, you're talking a lot of money for petrol. We yeah. we filled it twice okay. in the time we were there, but we didn't do much driving, to be honest. Um, tank was really small, mm. so that was a mm. sort of fooled you into thinking it's another it was penalty. Yeah. yeah. But, um, because it's, it's a micro car. <laughs> it's again, we've established it, it was a small yeah. car. The heater worked okay. Okay, that's good. And it demisted it relatively okay. quickly. There we go. There we go. So that braking? was good. How was the braking? It was all right. Okay. Yeah, never had a problem with that. It was okay. It turned, took corners okay. Relatively good handling. Yeah, okay. I didn't feel, again, because we're in the UK and nobody runs around in Land Cruisers, so it didn't feel overwhelmed by big vehicles around us. So my mind, this is a funny one, because we're here in Land Cruisers and things are so popular, and of course they come from the UK, you know, I mean, they necessarily all made there, but... yeah. I, I would have, I, if, if someone said, you know, where, where are you going to find probably the most Land Cruisers being driven by people in the world? I'd say the UK. Nobody. No one. Yeah. And it, it, it hit home once when, when Colin Thomas said to me, he had rented a vehicle and he ended up renting a Land Cruiser and he was embarrassed to be driving the thing. Yeah. Because people were going to be labeling him. So I yeah. thought, I thought, and I said, wow, this is, you're, you're blowing my mind here, people. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I've, I've got nothing wrong with the, with the attitude in the UK. Some of my favorite, in fact, all of my favorite cars are based on my upbringing of, you know, being in the UK. Mm. You know, one of the best cars that I've ever driven is probably a Lupo GTI. I don't even know what which it was is, GPI. You could probably park it on this table. Really? I'm going to look that. A Lupo. So a VW Lupo GTI. You probably park it on this table. It's about the same size as a Mark 1 Golf GTI. Okay. And it was as close as they ever got to it. Non-turbo engine, 1.6. Great car. Oh, okay. Uh, like a little uh, like a little Fox or something. Yeah. Well, I don't, don't compare it to a Fox, James. <laughs> Isn't it the same thing? No, it's not. No. The Fox. Don't. Put the Fox. Split your screen and put the Fox next to it. That's horrific. I can't believe you just it said that. It looks like a little sporty thing, though. Like this little Lupo. Look yeah, so the GTI obviously gives you the idea of where it's at. But it was like 110 horse, 122 horsepower, something like that. Really good. Really cool car. But like I say, that the size of a car has never been an issue for me. I'm always happy with it. If, if it drives nice and looks cool, that's, that's fine. Yeah. But certain things have to work. Like the Lupo, you get those with tape players in it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not like saying I want Tesla screen and hand gestures and everything else. I'm just saying, you know, if you want me to mirror my phone, let me charge my phone. Yeah. You know, like that doesn't make any sense to me. The last thing that really annoyed me. So every 10 minutes it'll rain in the UK. Yeah. Maybe for an hour it'll start and then it'll stop for 10 minutes. It'll rain again for 20 minutes depressing. it stops again. Now, that's all right, but... The sun is quite low. We're in the northern hemisphere, yeah. and the sun's quite low in the winter when the sun breaks through the cloud. 
So then you've got slick roads, low sun, you can't <laughs> see anything, right? <laughs> Lived with it, yeah. learned to drive through it. I, passed my t- I started learning in September and passed my test in March. So I learned through the whole winter when I was learning to drive. So I've never had any, you know, opinions other than that's just how it is. The wipers on this thing, right? Oh, so no. you've got spray on the road. Uh-huh. When it stops raining, there's a bit of spray. A little bit of dirt. You don't want your wipers on all the time because no. it's just going to start squeaking, juddering, and make a mess of the screen. So you put them on intermittent. It's oh, just no. a bit of drizzle, a bit of spray. You don't want it to wipe every 30 seconds. No. <laughs> so the wipers are flat out, <laughs> like flat out, just smashing the A-pillars going that fast. <laughs> Off or intermittent. The intermittent setting was just like the normal slow setting on it. There was no way to adjust it. Now, I've had adjustable speed setting on intermittent cars on, like, base model polos yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. This thing didn't have any adjustment for the speed of the intermittent wipe. There's no automatic lights and wipers because there's no rain and light sensor on the screen, which is cool, no problem, that's fine. I can turn my own lights on and I can turn my own wipers on, but allow me to change the speed of the intermittent wiper. So all that happens was it clears the screen the time that you want it and then it goes back down and then clears it again and goes, and then leaves a smear on the screen, so you can't see because the low sun. So then you have to wash, and then in one trip of five miles, you've used all your screen wash. Yeah. Because the tank was the size of a child's bladder. It was so, ridiculous. So here's one that I haven't figured out. The, the screen wash bottles, for the most part, are a similar size. Kind of like car batteries. You know, they, they have a, a similar... No, no. No? No. So... This was tiny. No, I remember but no, my, no, 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 no. I remember on, on, on so no, on, no, on. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. So not the one that's in the vehicle, but when you go and buy bottles of screen. Oh, the bottle of screen. So wash. why yeah, yeah. don't the car manufacturers just no. say, you know what? Just take your bottle of screen wash, place it in like you do a car battery. We'll put the thing on the top that's going to fit. It, and so, you know, they're pretty much universal anyway at this point. Boom. It's done. As opposed to me trying to fill up that, and yours probably was the size of, you know, 200 milliliters. Yep. That, and you're, I just don't get that one. Well, a, anyway. Based on the position of most of them, I think they're just, they're the last thing yeah. put in the cars. Can we fit something? Like, so you've got like no room. <laughs> subframes out to take them out on some cars. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but this was shocking. So oh, man. That, that, is, that was really bad. Like, do, do, do people not test these real world? No, these I don't cars, think so. You no, know, like... They test most things, but I don't think they test that stuff. That's Does somebody like, not think, hmm. It's an add-on. It's an option. That's a bit... Who's going to use know, it? That's a bit smart. In between wiping, you know, <laughs> on-off, it's like just on, and then it, it stops for a second and it's back on again. So that really annoyed me. That would annoy you, especially as you said, it's raining, you know, three, four times a day. You're, if you're out the the car, roads are constantly covered in water and they're always okay. spray. So you're, you're always going to be getting annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the fast setting was way too fast. It was like literally... I thought it was going to break the wiper arms on the A-pillar. It was ridiculous. So, I mean, I, I was in the mood with it from the moment I saw it and probably went into it with the wrong attitude. But in, in terms of a real-world test, and we did some decent kilometres on it, like I say, we did two full tanks of fuel in it. I I, I just wasn't enamoured. I, I just don't think... It's it just not acceptable, really. For Citroen... Who are a well-established? Well, that's the thing. When I, I hear the name Citroen, I'm going Citroen. Yeah, it's, I mean, you think about all the sort of iconic French yeah. cars. You know, the air suspension, that cool shape, and you know, it's, this it's was just like, uh, well, he's making a car for someone's kid. Yeah. 
That'll do. You know, don't think about, oh, yeah, we can put a screen that will mirror their phone. Great. I I wonder what market they actually designed it for. Maybe it's not the European market. The people that have no interest in what car they drive (laughs) and are also... But I'm wondering, is like a, an Asian market maybe or somewhere that they just, you know, aren't A, going to go fast, B, you're going to have a couple people in it that are pretty small. And yeah, look, I mean, the only problem I had with the engine issue, I don't care about it, it was fine, it drove perfectly yeah. fine, it, it actually drove okay, but the economy was rubbish. Mm-hmm. 45 miles to a gallon would be my minimum expectation with an engine and a car combination <laughs> like that, and you struggle to get 40 and that's on a decent run. Yeah. You know, we're doing without stop 45, 50 miles an hour for 25, 30 minutes. And it's, you know, mm. no. so it, 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 that, that was my issue with that. I, I didn't, I didn't think that, you know, if it was, if, it, if, it, if that car had done 60 to a gallon, I might have thought, you know what, as a cheap first car for somebody, yeah. he was probably not going to be that bothered. He was, he was only going to, university and back or to work and back and doesn't need sat nav and doesn't need this to work and that to work probably yeah fair enough you're looking after the environment it's okay but it didn't have any there was no benefits of it being so cheap right 45 miles to a gallon isn't good it's not good you get 70 out of a diesel without trying so you want about diesels but you could and you'd have a turbo on it and it'd be a lot more powerful and it'd be a little bit bigger probably and you could have a bit more space in it and 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 yeah. so so the citron c3 it, it just didn't live up to expectations no and i'm sure there's other specs and i'm sure yeah. there's a bigger engine one that might do better but mileage relative your, to its power and all this stuff but I, I for me if it's your first taste you're not going to buy one of these oh 100 i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. do that but then again probably you know people know that i wouldn't have recommended a citron <laughs> before i even drove it <laughs> but having driven it yeah I, I i i wasn't happy at all now, in the middle of this whole exercise, you changed gears and you went and did a test drive of a Jaguar F-Pace. Yeah, so my father-in-law, ready for a new car. Yeah. And there was some, and I can't even say this seriously, special offers on the I, I Jaguar, did, on the I-Pace, okay. the electric. Oh, oh, the I-Pace. Okay. I, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So book your extended test drive, 24 hours today, whatever it is. Yeah, so books it. We'll go. 28th of December, we'll go. He's excited. Well, yeah. It's a Jaguar, right? Yeah, yeah. And is it the Jaguar age? Please, you know, that's we all know what that is. Like, Jaguars yeah. are... You know, you got to be, you know, 65, 70. You gotta, uh, 65 you in, plus is in, Jaguar age. You know, you've yeah. probably grown up thinking, oh, you know, the guy down the road is really rich. He runs a factory. He's got a Jag. Oh, I can't wait till I can own a Jack. You know, yeah, yeah. I remember my grandma, she used to tell me every opportunity she got, oh, learned to drive in a Jack, learned to drive in a Jack. Not only in those days was she a woman driving, but she learned in a Jack. Jag, so she and they was. weren't a rich family. She yeah. just learned to drive learned in a Jack. Yeah. Fair enough. So they've always been there. Now, I was quite excited because it's an electric car. Yeah. Never driven one, never worked on one. It'd be quite cool. Give it a drive. Now, this isn't a, a, an issue with Jaguar. This is an issue with their dealer network and their staff at this particular one. It was an absolute shambles from start to finish. Oh, no. The whole experience. Oh, no. So This is this should be a love fest. You walk in and it's, oh, it's great to have you here and you're going to love well, this. Well, wait to hear the price. It should be a love fest. So there's a one-way system going because of COVID. Uh-huh. So you've got to go in through the entrance, 
as you'd expect. The entrance is no longer entrance exit, it's just entrance. Uh-huh. You have to go out through the, they've got a nice blacked out, well lit uh, delivery room. When you uh-huh. pick up your new car, nice and clean, yeah. wrapped up in there, bow around it, cameras to record you taking delivery of it. Lovely. Nice expert, but now that is the end exit. Okay. Gets there, we're to meet, and we won't say his name. Uh, the salesman stood around for 10 minutes. This has all been booked. Okay. Days so in, now, that, I appreciate Christmas closes yeah, in, that, in but the UK. Come on, it's the 28th. It's, this is, you want to sell a car. This is, they still had Christmas music on when I got in, which was annoying. <laughs> but anyway, that's another thing. Oh, so maybe the person's ticked off that they're yeah. working on the holidays. Yeah, which is fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to love working between Christmas and New Year. It's great. But anyway, whatever. So you get in there, waiting for 10 minutes for him. Yeah. They offer you tea, coffee, anything? No, no, not allowed. Not allowed. Oh, not COVID. Allowed. Okay. Do you know that? You can't, you can't have a cup of tea. You catch COVID. Someone else touched <laughs> that cup three hours ago before it was washed. So you can't have a cup of tea. You're just standing around. It's mm-hmm. freezing. We're there at 10 o'clock in the morning. They've only just opened. The heating's not kicked in. You know, this is 2022. Uh, 2021 at the time. You know, yeah. heating's expensive. Not like it used to be put it on at six so it's warm when we get there. No, 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 we can't afford that. So it's freezing cold. It's not good. So anyway, there's a black eye paste parked outside and it's plugged in. I think that must be must be the one. Eventually the salesman comes, sits us down, chats around it, takes license details, makes the insurance, blah, blah, blah. Takes us out to the car. First thing I'm going to say about this Jaguar is it's not very nice to look at. I'm not going to go further than that because uh-huh. that's an opinion. Yeah, For yeah. me, it's not very nice to look at. The back uh-huh. of it looks unfinished, uh-huh. which is probably just down to aerodynamics, but it just yeah. looks unfinished. And it's almost like they tried to do something different with it and then thought we've gone too far, stop. Oh, no, we've spent too much. We need to put this into production now. You mm. see, it just doesn't look finished to me. They've kind of made it look like the E-Pace, F-Pace family, but then tried to do something different and it's not worked. And that's my opinion. It looks very low and very long and squashed. But, again, that's just a yeah. subjective opinion. Now, second thing I'm going to say about it is, which is really good, when you get in it, there's an on and off switch. So anyone that's driven a Tesla, and we always use their sort of the standard bearer at the moment for an electric vehicle, you get in with the key on you, and it kind of goes if you put it into drive. It just moves. There's no way of knowing if it's on or off, really. <laughs> but in the I-Pace, you get in it, and you have to turn the ignition on like you would in a normal car. So for somebody that's never driven an electric vehicle before, that's good. In my opinion, that was a good little touch. Didn't need to be there, but it was there. Now, the other part of the shambles was we got in this car. Bear in mind, this, this test drive has been booked for 10 days. And it was it the black one that was plugged in that you said? Oh, it was plugged in. Yeah. There was 58 miles on the range. What? This guy, the salesman, this was his demo. This was his company car, and he hadn't charged it the night before, knowing that he had an extended test drive. <sighs> and then hits us with, yeah, yeah, there's not much range on it, but this will give you an idea of, of what the charging's like on it, the charging network in the area and how long it takes and what it is. We don't want to go and sit in the McDonald's car park <laughs> charging the car for an hour and a half. We're supposed to be driving it. We don't have to plug something in. So that was rubbish. That was really bad in my opinion again christmas whatever yeah, yeah. now it's a jaguar well built 
yeah. no finish issues. It, it was it, it wasn't as good inside as I think it should have been, but this was the mid range. So they do an S, an SE, and a HSE. They also do a black edition. I'm looking at a red one right now. <clears throat> okay, you, you know you, you know what, you know you're talking about the back side of it. You want to know what it reminds me of? An Evoke. Yeah, well, same family, I guess. I yeah. think they just kind of borrowed an Evoke backside yeah. and said, slap it up. But so while, nice I, on the while front, I ramble on, if you go into Google, and anyone can do this that's listening, you can go on to, if you search in Google, configure iPace. Then when you get on, you click on the choose that, and you can build your own iPace, right? Right. So an iPace, they're listed as 65K starting price. That's, that's pound sterling. That's a lot of money. And that's the base model. Now, you can spec it up. There's the S. Then there's the SE starting at 70. Then there's the HSE starting at 75. And then there's the Black Edition, which they told us that was based on the SE, but just had fancy wheels and black trim. Mm -hmm. No other difference, really. So we'll get on to the price in a minute. But driving the car, it's a Jaguar. They've been building cars. They know how to build cars. All the panels lined up. The doors closed nicely. The instruments were well-placed. Everything made sense. It was just like driving a normal car. It didn't feel as powerful and as mental powerful as I expected it to. Hmm. I've been driven a few of the electric cars now. It didn't have that. But then again, that might be designed that way to make it feel more like a normal car. Right. You know, it... it, it yeah. It was also very quiet and comfortable, so you might have had a lot of the power hidden... Um, but it just didn't feel different. It didn't really look different. Like Which said. is where we want to be, though, isn't it? At the end of the day, an electric well, it car. Is, but then again, how many how many times have we said you know cars need to yeah. start to be different, look different, and get people into buying them and driving them right. and owning them again? This is the perfect opportunity. They did nothing to mm. distinguish it really. Right, even the front end, like it's it's kind of weird. Like you said, you will see electric cars where they've changed the front end to really reflect the fact that it does not need to be cooled. Yeah. This one looks, it, it really looks like any old Jaguar. That yeah, I've I think they seen. should have set it apart. I think they should have had it in like three colors, electric yellow, electric blue, yeah. and something else, whatever. I don't know, but these are just my, but, like if, the same color as your jumper. Yeah. That should have been an option, <laughs> but nobody's done it. You know. But you're right. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at it. It just looks like any old car to me. Yeah. Well, I was taken by surprise when they gave us the pricing. I went on to configure it with the top spec and specking everything on it that was sensible to. There's a, by the way, there's a £1,300 extra of a ramp for your dog to walk up to get into the trunk. Okay. So why not? Yeah. So anyway, I specced it up as I'm thinking, well, if I had the money, I would spec all this thing. It was £102,000. <laughs> That's over half a million dirhams. That's nearly 600,000 dirhams for a car, which, to be honest... Now, I didn't... This was specking a HSE, yeah. not an SE, which we drove, but it was the same EV400 in terms of performance spec, and there are no options on drivetrain. Right. So they all have the same. It's not like this is dual motor, and it's not like this is yeah. extra that the other ones aren't. This is just stuff on it. This is just bolted on. £102,000 is the spec for the one that I That is a lot pick of it, money. That's picking. So then, and I, obviously I made a few notes with this. So just as an idea, you get to, on the spec, I got to £92,000, specking extra things here. 
the next page on the next step, they're asking me, I'm just about to spend £92,000, yeah? yeah? They want me to spend £180 for front fog lights. Huh? This is spec in their top spec. So this is adding just, to just, a HSE. It hasn't got fog lights as standard. They want £180 for fog lights. But it's foggy in, in the UK. In the UK. It's always foggy. <laughs> and I'm about to spend 90 I've got to 90 k before I've got to the fog lights. Wow. Shouldn't that the be next standard? one, £155 for a spare wheel. What? Which isn't a proper spare wheel either, what? by the way. It's one of those pancake you have to, space savers. You have to pay for a spare tyre? <laughs> then the panoramic roof, which I've had to pay one thousand pounds for, nine hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. A shade for it, which isn't with that nine that nine hundred and eighty pounds doesn't include the shade. The shade for it is hundred and forty quid. Wow. They're nickel and diamond, yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> no. Whatever happened to you got your three different model classes well, and this one comes standard with all of this stunt stuff. This one's standard with all that stuff. And we've got a little extra bouquet of things you can add in, but you're already getting a nicer vehicle. There's no rear headrest, no front headrest rear-facing entertainment screen, which is okay. whatever. You know, so that's, it, for, that's always a bit of a yeah. bad idea for me. It's for kids, typically, and they're going to kick it anyway. So yep. fair enough. However... If you want to hang your child's tablet, Samsung or Apple, uh-huh. you can buy the correct hook, oh. which fits the back of the headrest. Nice thinking. How much does that cost? £33. <laughs> no, they can hold it. What are you doing? So, oh, there was a, there was the, the best price thing was a Jaguar branded ratchet strap, uh-huh. which what? was only £13. I mean, that's oh. a bargain. <laughs> Why do I need that? Well, you've got to, your kids are misbehaving. You ratchet strap them to the seat, right? So I can't understand. But then every single eye pace here is going to spec like that. Yeah. Everyone's going to spec that, right? Yeah. And if I'd have put the dog ramp, that I stopped at that point. I was like, this is getting ridiculous. Just click on order. So I stopped at that point um, and I left it on there and it's been on there for weeks, but I left it on there so that we could... I mean, but I've mentioned the ones that were, that did me. I pay a thousand pounds for a panoramic roof, but I have to pay another hundred and forty for a shade for it. If I if I buy my Porsche Panamera with you know the, that type of roof, does it doesn't it come with a shade? automatically? Yeah, and, it's, it's and a it'll be a press a button and it'll yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, and open. like the Tesla, even it, it's got a panoramic roof. It's got a shade. It's, wow, that's weird. I don't know what Jaguar's so, thinking. Look, I, they, maybe I, they just don't want to sell panoramic roofs. That's the maybe idea. they don't want to sell this car. Um, are they? I, I don't even know if they're selling a lot of them. I can't think of that many. I mean, we saw a couple dotting around in the UK. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the other thing. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. It's six months from order to receiving it, but the salesman, and I'm saying salesman because it was a man. The salesman said, but after a couple of months, they might tell us that there's a delay. What? So I'm going to lay down, how much do I have to put down up front? Well, I didn't get to that point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd zoned out. So I'm going to put an order in. I'm going to, I'm waiting for my dream car. And after two months, I might get a call saying, oh, sorry. He also had sanitizer on his desk, which I was like, okay, I'm going to use that before I get in his car. Yeah. It was moisturizer. <laughs> he emptied it and swapped it for moisturizer. <laughs> So you see, this is why, <laughs> you know, you're, you're I was just, annoyed. Yeah, the bells are going off. Get, What's get, happening get. here? 
So anyway, so yeah. did you get it for a day though? Oh, you got no, no, we had well, we had fifty eight miles on it. Yeah, so so we just drove it around. Your father in law must have been totally. The problem was it wasn't. Wow. So he drives an XC ninety, which is a great car. Okay. Yeah. Diesel one, but the tax on the, in the UK now on diesels is ridiculous. Okay. So it's just it's just making him angry every day. Well, of course it would. You know, like an XC ninety, nice vehicle, and now you're getting into it, and you've got to pay extra. But so. there's no you get in the you get so uh, again so all the switches and all the switch gear in the and the, with their share parts we understand. Yeah. In the I pace are all the same as the Volvo. Oh. Huh. They all share parts. Ford, Volvo, so Land Rover. Get the XC ninety then. Again, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. why didn't they just say, no, 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 the windows, they're just sensory, you know, yeah. haptic feedback. Yeah. It's just a flat pad with an arrow pointing up and an arrow pointing down. Yeah. It's electric. <laughs> Make it different. Yeah. You're going to charge me £100,000 for the car that I want. I've only put wheels and a bit of different paint and some stitching on the inside seats, and I've got 25 k on the list price. And you... Make it different yeah. so that it's an aspirational, say that, you know, the neighbor's got an F-Pace, but we've got the I-Pace. Yeah. Look at this. The, 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 so, so a lot of cars you can get the, uh, so Tesla's, even the Volvo that, that he drives, you have the app on your phone. Yeah. You can start the car. Beautiful. Get it warming up or yeah. whatever Maybe even move it a little bit back and forth, yeah. You have to pay extra for that kind of thing on the Jag. So to have it work from your smartwatch, there's an extra bit of software that needs to be added to, which you pay 400 quid for. No one's going to buy that stuff. What's that all about? You're going to take one look and go get a Volvo. They've they've just given up there. They've not made any effort with it. It's almost like they don't want to sell them. It's like... You know what it sounds like? Well, we've made one. We have to sell an electric car. We have to make one. We have to make one. We're going to make it, and we're just going to, you know, we're going to put the D team on it. It's no different to, like, rally cars in the 70s and 80s. Even the salesman didn't care. It wasn't charged. He didn't want, you know... Get in this thing and say, you know, I want this one. No, he's trying to dissuade you from buying. The showroom it. had four, sorry, six cars in it. Right, it wasn't yeah. massive, but yeah. it had six cars in it. Plenty of space through them, and obviously everything else like that. Four of them were used cars because they didn't have stock. This car is going to take six months to order, but they might delay it after two months. Yeah, and they the. So the father I was baffled by it. Father-in-law was totally disappointed. Yeah, I think the, the, the there was no way he he would have probably bought one at the right yeah. price point. Yeah, and you couldn't have really said it was a bad idea. Like I say, it drove great and and it was like a proper car as we as we've come to know them. Yeah, yeah. To me, it wasn't different enough. Right. Now I know that the average Gen Z person at 18 19 20 years of age is not going to go and buy one of these anyway so it doesn't have to appeal to them but if their dad or granddad buys one then what are you trying to do are you trying to get them to want one of your old cars or are you trying to get them to want a jaguar in the future because this car wouldn't do that yeah definitely not this car had nothing for it that made you think wow that's different you could get it in this weird purpley blue color (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of different for a Jag, you know, they're not, they're normally white, black or red. So, you know, that was cool, but that was it. Yeah. There wasn't anything that stood it apart. It didn't have green letters or blue yeah. calipers or. It's like they they went over the moon to make the Evokes and the I-Pace is just weird. Wait, not happy with the Evoke, Victoria Beckham got involved. So you get Victoria Beckham in on the, on the I-Pace. Yeah. 
Somebody needs to do something with it. I mean, that's obviously... Rob, Robbie Williams. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not sure about Mick that. Mick Jagger. <laughs> Imagine what he could do. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 I mean that's, that's two sort of reviews on two cars, which are quite down. But yeah. for me, the I-Pace had it. They, they kind of got it easy. It's Jaguar, right? They can't make yeah. it wrong. They can't build it wrong. Say what you want about reliability. Obviously, it's an EV, so it's not going to leak oil or overheat like most yeah. of the others do. But <laughs> and you work on John's. It. You work on John's, so you know. Sold them. Whoa, whoa. I know. What's he driving now? Don't tell me a C3. Still looking. Okay. He sold them. I'm sad about it as well because he didn't get the right price. But that's again, that's another show. But the the problem with the with the I pace for me was it just wasn't. They, they had such a good opportunity. They didn't do it different. Mm-hmm. The Audi e-tron is yeah. totally different to all the rest of the cars. Oh, yeah. Inside, outside, everything. I'm in love it. with the e-tron, and I've only seen it in, in pictures. The VWs, the Buzz, the ID3, the ID4, inside, outside, completely different to the rest of the range. Like, yeah. to the point where it's you can see, and it will happen, I guarantee it will happen, there'll be different sections of the workshop and different sections of showrooms, even on different places where you yeah. go there for a Volkswagen EV and you'll go there for a Volkswagen ICE. Mm. And that'll be how it is because they're so different. Tesla obviously is a Tesla. They were all yeah. different because they're just Teslas. That's how they are. But look at all the other EVs coming to market. They're different. Yeah. Requires a different kind I of I don't like person. the Mustang. No, like no, it's thing. ugly. It's ugly. Ugliest thing I've ever but seen in my life. But it's different. Yeah. It looks different inside, outside. People who love Fords are going to love that vehicle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the I-Pace is probably sharing a lot of stuff with them. The, the shape of it and everything is probably probably sharing a lot of stuff with it. The Ford and Jaguar yeah, Land Rover stuff, it, it, it's all the same. Like I say, the switches are all out of the Volvo, which yeah. are all out of the Ford. Yeah. And so it is what it is. But the Jaguar just didn't do anything. It didn't have anything about it. It certainly wasn't the electric E-Type. Mm. Mm. And for me, I think for £100,000, you can probably find an E-Type. And on that, we've had two fantastic reviews from yourself. This is, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, I think we've, we've got a, had a comprehensive chat about the C3, comprehensive chat about the I-Pace. And I know that this is going to generate some conversation. So I'm, I'm very interested in what folks are going to say. Just glad. opinions, humble just opinions. opinions. Just humble opinions, but you know that's it's it's a starting point for people to go and investigate these different automobiles if they're in the market. And look forward to picking up our conversation next time right here on the PowerWorks Podcast. Glenn, thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for listening. You know how to get in touch with us, and by all means, share the link. We'll talk to you again really soon. So long for now.